Oh, fuck. I'm editing this week. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, Okay, we're going. She's live. Ooh, all right. All right. Well, hello and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, Jamal's here. Hi, it's Stoney. Hey, everyone. TFC's back in the house. Click clack in about. Cow. Brown brown cow chicken stunning cow. Yeah. All that. All that. (laughs) (laughs) And a bag of chips. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we can make that joke now. Wow, that's great. All right, anyways, welcome back to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are back, back, back again with more queer content. And this week, we obviously will be covering AJ and the Queen. Yes, of course. We have to talk about this one. Oh my god, the I mean, best series ever. <laughs> I mean, how could we not? Like, isn't this like our job basically? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, we might as well join them, right? Yeah. Like if RuPaul blinks, we're talking about it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we're like obsessive. <laughs> That's wow, our cue. This just got <laughs> real creepy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we started out as a drag race pod, so we're doing it for you listeners. We know you want this content. Yeah. Cuz maybe you don't want to watch the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, think of us as your auntie cliff note. It is a lot of yeah. episodes. Oh gosh, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, But before we get into our honesty spill of the week, why don't we just catch up on our own personal lives? What's been going on with you guys? Is there anything new and exciting to report on? Oh, I'm very excited to report that we finally took down the Christmas tree. (laughs) Yes, the war on Christmas (laughs) ones. She's gone. She's put away for the season. She was almost a Valentine's Day tree, but she did not make it. Wow, that would have been cute. You could have put like hearts on it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done that since college. <laughs> oh gosh, you like make your like Valentine heart tinsel. Yeah, cutouts, um, all that cutesy shit. Um, maybe some Hershey's Kisses ornaments. Who knows? Ooh, those weren't Hershey Kisses, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Those were Reynolds on Valentine's presents. No. <laughs> oh no. Ew. Gross. Oh, well, I'm glad you guys put your tree away. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, it's been business as usual. Indy's been kind of up and down weather wise. So, um, surprisingly, I'm healthy. I'm not with a cold or the flu, which is just rare. I'm going to knock on wood right now. But, um, yeah. It's just been same old, same old, but wow. surprisingly so welcome. Nice for you. Surprisingly welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Stody? What is due with you? Um, not a whole lot. I guess my uh job is slowing down a little bit. I'm not like completely out of the clear yet, but it is like breathable now, so that's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> that is a positive. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, oh. well, I have very important news, too. <laughs> oh. Do you spell? I saw Little Women again. <laughs> again? What is this? Uh, yeah. Viewing number two? Yeah, for the second time. Oh, my God. L- little Women Atlanta or LA? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. You yeah, talked you about this last week. Yet? Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Ask, ask <laughs> him what's... Explain this? <laughs> Ask him what season he's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you on season two or three of Little Women LA? Oh, there are no seasons. <laughs> this isn't the weather. <laughs> um, so was well, it better the second time around? 
Yeah, it was better the second time around because um, I wasn't as sick, so I was able to, like, not have to excuse myself for, like, coughing fits and stuff like that, so I didn't miss, like, anything in the movie this time. Oh, good. Yeah, you could actually enjoy it this time. <clears throat> yeah. Um, although, I... W- well, also, too, like, they got nominated for a lot of Oscars this morning, so that was exciting. Oh, cool. Although Timothy was robbed again and not nominated for an Oscar. He should have got Best Supporting Actor, but we're just going to look over that, I guess. Uh-oh, so no um, individual award nominations? No, not for Timmy. Uh-oh. But, and not for Greta either, the director. Like, she should have gotten a br- Best Director nominee because it was very cis white spaces in that nomination category huh i'm gonna have to keep up with the story see how it develops i i don't know i like hate the oscars so much (laughs) it just like unless lady gaga is singing they're just like so boring to me i don't know i definitely grew out of like the awards i'm not into them as much as i used to be i mean i sort of am and I'm not <laughs> so I'm like in and out. It depends like if I if there's like a movie that I really like that is actually nominated. Yeah, for sure. Or if one of your faves is nominated, of course you're going to keep up with that, T. Yeah, that too. But um other than that, I mean <laughs> here we are like the official Oscar committee just discussing <laughs> Ooh, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so other than that, I saw that um, I didn't really do too much because I'm, like, sick, so I had, like, some sort of virus, and then I think when I was starting to get better, like, I because, like, my immune system was down, like, I got a cold or something. So, like, I've been sick for, like, every day of 2020, and this fucking sucks. That's rough. Uh, drink lots of green tea, sis. Girl, I'm, like, fully medicated. Antioxidize. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing (laughs) um good god but yeah other than that there's not really too much to update you guys on oh i guess i've been dabbling in the gamer world i've been sucked into um um pokemon shield again because i'm a slow poke and i'm just now getting around to finishing the game didn't they like announce like something new with that game like new ep episodes or something yeah there's like an expansion pass so i was like jamal you need to like get on it because you're going to have to beat the expansion as well yeah yeah (laughs) how many seasons are there in the expansion pack (laughs) i don't know like 1200 or something (laughs) pokemon of atlanta yeah so i'm working little pokemon of atlanta (laughs) (laughs) someone write that <laughs> it's just like the be it's like all the Pokemon with the B with like that super long nails. <laughs> the weaves. The colorful weaves. Yeah. Like Pikachu comes in and is like, how are you doing? <laughs> Girl. Goodness. Wow. This went somewhere. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So you've been uh, catching up. Are you like almost like to beating the game? I've got two more gems to get through before like the final leg, I think. Oh, like are all the guys named Jim in this game? Um, No, I just beat this bitch named Opal. If that gives <laughs> oh. you like any pictures in your head. Like shiny and dark? She's old, fluffy, and loves the color pink. Oh, Trixie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably a <laughs> relation to Trixie. okay i can get into this now (laughs) Ah, no it's a lot of fun (laughs) very cool well um i guess that's kind of our roundup for this week you guys uh not not too much to report quite yet um if you're listening to this i just had a birthday so i'm older now Dun dun dun! Happy birthday! (laughs) Who's aroused? (laughs) (laughs) Where's that birthday lap dance? Yeah, I didn't get one of those, girl. That's for sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe we should send you one. <laughs> yeah, I'd like a stripogram. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week. I know you guys are just itching to hear our take on this iconic masterpiece, AJ and the Queen. Yes, let's do it. All right, you guys, welcome back to our honesty spill of the week. We are back, back, back again to recap the first half of AJ and the Queen. That's right, you guys, we're splitting it into two podcasts because there's just so much to go over. So we want to take our time. That's right. And we figured we'd give you more to chew on instead of blowing through it an all one giant juicy load. We're just going to help you enjoy it a little more. Oh, that's well, maybe we can go back to the one giant juicy load because that sounded nice. <laughs> this podcast is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> all right, Opal. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, so obviously we're talking about AJ and the Queen. It's a new fictional, well, maybe semi-fictional. It seems like a lot of this could have been taken from like the early days of RuPaul's life. But mm-hmm. um, so it's basically the setup to the show is uh, RuPaul's playing Ruby Red, this like super famous drag queen from New York City. And she uh, has finally saved up enough money to open her own club and stop working for all the trash like other clubs. Mm-hmm. And so she has like a partner who's like the business advisor. They seem like really tight and close. Everything is like going her way. Yeah. When all of a sudden this guy that is her partner just vanishes into thin air and rips off like her credit card yeah they opened a joint credit line y'all and i mean spoiler alert but they went to the lease signing and there was no credit line anywhere (laughs) yeah it was kind of a travesty to be honest (laughs) because Uh, like on the show like it was so sad because she was so excited to like open this credit line and she was like oh here's the credit card and And it's more so for the club (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it was only supposed to be used for like things relating to the club but then this like hussy just ran off with her like credit card and fraudulently spent her like life savings of one hundred thousand dollars yep just completely maxed out the account and left her there looking duped yeah So then basically, you know, she's sort of like burning her bridges with all of these clubs and stuff like that because she was going to open her own club and it's going to be so iconic. But then now, obviously, she doesn't have any money to do that. Yep. And she's finding all of this out before she goes on a cross-country tour to like promote the club, really. But all that's out the window and down the drain now. Yeah, so she has, like, this whole tour lined up, which inevitably leads to Dallas for the, um, what is it, the, what, it's a pageant, it's like the Miss something. Oh, in Dallas. Miss Drag USA. Yeah, Miss Drag oh, yeah, USA. I think. So, that's, like, her goal is basically to go to this competition, because now that she's broke, she needs to, like, get this money so that she can, like, not be homeless or something well and she still wants to open her club so she still wants to move forward with her plans as ruby red and a business owner right so rupaul or i I guess i should say ruby red (laughs) (laughs) robert ruby robert (laughs) is uh the the guy's character ruby red's all boy alias in the episode yes so uh, they meet AJ because uh, when Ruby comes home from her gig, AJ is just out in the stoop begging for money. And so they have like this like semi like, like, I don't know, I guess endearing interaction <laughs> on the stoop <laughs> on the stoop. 
And so then she goes, gives her like some money, gives AJ some money. And then like later in the night, RuPaul or Ruby Red goes up and meets her, like, I guess, bestie slash sort of roommate of sorts, I guess. Mm -hmm. Cocoa Butter. Yep. Yeah. Cocoa Butter. (laughs) Yes. Cocoa Butter is a blind drag queen. Um, I don't. I th- you find out later in this series how she became blind, so I don't want to like ruin it. Mm-hmm. But um, that's sort of like the premises, I guess. Cocoa butter <laughs> is there for comic relief, because um, I guess being blind is like funny, <laughs> <laughs> and supposedly. <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be like the piece of um, ruby red that is. What is that? What am I looking for? Kind of like a Jiminy Cricket, the like conscious or the like um, yeah. calming, the yin and the yang, you know, mm. like somebody to kind of mellow out the character of Robert and Ruby Red. Right. Because Cocoa Butter is sort of like the, bu- the behind the scenes for Ruby Red, who like makes Ruby's outfits and all that sort of stuff. She's mm-hmm. a big support system for Ruby Red. You um, come to see as the episodes develop. Right. And so then as they're like having their wind down and lamenting the loss of like the $100,000 that um, this grifter, take a shot every time Ruby Red says grifter. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know what this term meant. Yeah, Ru- RuPaul's really trying to make Grifter happen, girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> Poor Gretchen. She just wanted those hoops. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, like, in the in apartment, and then AJ, like, sneaks down the fire escape because, you know, that's, like, what people do in New York City, and, <laughs> like, pops in and steals all of Ruby's money that she had just earned, which was basically like all she had left at this point. Yeah. That is all she had to her name. And this little turd came and took the (laughs) money. I mean, why would you keep all of your money stacked in a window? I don't know. Yeah. That was annoying to me, (laughs) but girl, you can't just be busting through the windows, Jasmine (laughs) Sullivan style and stealing all these coins. Right. So, uh, at that point, you know, Ruby had had it. She was feeling real nimble that night. And Chase, <laughs> a- after AJ, <laughs> up the fire escape and into this, like, uh, empty apartment. We find out that AJ's mom is, like, um, a d- like does drugs. She has al- um, alcohol and substance problems. And she's a working girl. Yeah, she's a pro if you get our drift. <laughs> yeah. Which is I learned that from Law and Order SVU. <laughs> a pro. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um yeah, this is this is sad to see because clearly AJ is doing what they're doing for pure survival and it's just to get by and we find out that a lot of this is fueled by them being evicted from their apartment. Yeah, and right. Rue kind of like keeps feeling sorry for AJ and keeps like giving her like money and just um a like chance. Giving her a chance, but like AJ just basically keeps taking advantage of that. <laughs> right. So clearly like this Ruby Red is too sympathetic or empathetic because she's letting like all these thieves like way too close to her too too yeah close. a little naive i think ruby red yeah a good heart but naive <laughs> yeah naive for a woman of her age for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> for sure so um so from this point um they i guess well ruby red gets her money back and then they kind of go their separate ways and then Rue is, you know, Ruby Red gets her RV put together. Cause girl, what cross country trip doesn't involve an RV? I know it has to be a raggedy old RV. Anything to fit all that hair and get it to the clubs, yeah. city by city, one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the re- I think the real miracle of this series is that the RV didn't break down. I know. I'm just like I was just waiting for that moment the whole time. These first five episodes, like, oh gosh, what's gonna happen? The engine's gonna blow out, and this little kid, this <laughs> troll, is gonna run off with the wig and the coins. <laughs> yeah. So um, so Ruby Red pulls off for her tour. And gets a little ways down the road, only to find out that that little brat, AJ, had, like, hidden under a weave, I guess. And (laughs) is, like, now along for the ride. (laughs) Yeah, she was, like, well, there's shit everywhere. I forget how it happened. Like, maybe that um, she took a turn too crazy and, like, that big-ass fluffy red dress was on the floor. And that's where AJ was hiding. Yeah, because that was kind of, like, the cliffhanger, right? Like, on the first episode was that... Like, AJ wants to, like, go to Texas or something, and Rue's like, no, I'm not helping you. Yeah, hell no. Mm-hmm. I think AJ was hiding under all of the Oprah tapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was, that Fortress <laughs> of VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Some man. Some of us sit on a crown of thorns, <laughs> but RuPaul s- sits on a throne of Oprah tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, how much do you think that they had to pay Oprah <laughs> for all that footage? Listen, a pretty penny plus they traded episodes. Rue was on um, Oprah's Soul Sessions. What's that? It's oh. her like <laughs> podcast, right? It's a podcast. Yeah, it's Oprah actually has like her own podcast. It's much bigger than ours. I didn't even know Oprah was still alive. <laughs> oh, what? No, it's a really good podcast. It's um. I think it's also web broadcast, so it's video first, and then they turn the audio into a podcast. Is it like Kanye's Sunday Services? Hell no. (laughs) People care about what Oprah has to say. (laughs) Kanye (laughs) is all the way canceled. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He is a poison. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He is a poison. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can't say anywhere else he'll like come find us but <laughs> uh. yeah so basically yeah that was like the big build up of the first episode um but it was pretty cool as you know there are lots of rupaul's drag queens in the whole series mm-hmm. and you got to see a lot of them in the the backstage area uh, with Ruby Red burning all her bridges. Oh, I know. Ruby Red is just like a terror. Yeah, she's like, fuck your couch and like your mom and <laughs> crazy grandma. It's also really fun to see Rue interact with the girls in this way because, I mean, it's not like Oscar worthy acting, but I'm enjoying watching all the queens work together in this capacity because usually it's just Rue on a judging panel and it's not. Right. Um, there's been a handful of times where Rue has participated in the skits on Drag Race for like the mini challenges or whatever. But this is like acting for a series and she's also uplifting these queens more, giving them a bigger platform. So I think it was really cool to just watch. Definitely. It was really cool that she included a lot of the Rue girls. Um, you know, just because like she I mean, I mean, it, for her, it works out for her because that brings in a large like audience because, mm-hmm. you know, we watch for the girls, like whereas maybe the older generation watches for RuPaul, you know, the younger generation are gonna watch for their queens that they love. Yes. So the the uh, drag queens that were in episode one, because I found you know the breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> um. So some of the queens you get to see in episode one are Alexis Mateo, uh-huh. Bianca Del Rio, Abby, yes, yes. Y- Eureka O'Hara, mm. Manila Luzon, <laughs> Mayhem Miller, yes. and Pork Chop, and Valentina, and, yes. and Miss Vanjie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miss Vanjie popped up. <laughs> Mom and daughter, Alexis Mateo and, and Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. Yeah, That's I right. loved that part. Yeah, they were sitting right next to each other, and Alexis had that big-ass ponytail on. Yeah, and she even got her little um, BAM reference. Uh-huh. I thought it was cute. Yes, girl. So then they move on 
to Pittsburgh, which is the second stop of this whirlwind adventure. Yes, Pittsburgh, queer as folk. Yeah, because basically I think Rue was just like convinced, I guess, AJ to come to or like ride with her or something. Well, they want like, um, so AJ wants RuPaul to take her to Pop Pop because she's like over her mom. Mm-hmm. Yep, she's trying to get to her grandpa in Texas. So they get to Pittsburgh and here they... <laughs> You know, you get to see some of the funny, you know, queens backstage. You get to see Jinx Monsoon. Yes. And Katya. Magda. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, two Um, of our favorite queens. Always a joy to see these two anywhere. Yes, girl. Um, So, let's see. So, oh, also is interesting because... Uh, Jinx Monsoon's character was Edie in the show, and that was her Snatch Game character, was Little Edie. Yeah, yeah. we noticed that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a pretty cool little, you know, throwback to, to their time. I thought it was interesting that they were doing like a lot of throwbacks. Yeah, I like the little references, and being a Drag Race viewer, it's nice to have that extra little nugget of knowledge to enjoy the show that much more. Definitely. So um, they're on their way, you know, Ruby Red's not sold on having AJ around, but like, what else are they going to do? So they stop and have breakfast. And this is like, you know, at this like infamous place where everyone has to stop in the Pittsburgh Turnpike. (laughs) Yeah, everyone stops for the pancakes, (laughs) whatever it was. (laughs) Yeah, so Ruby Red's trying to find out more about AJ AJ is not very forthcoming. AJ actually really just like sucks. <laughs> yeah, AJ would have been left on the side of the road real quick if it were me. Like my goodness. Yeah, yeah I I would have been like LOL bye. I don't know. I keep <laughs> waiting to like have this like moment where I'm like, "Oh, I love AJ," but so far I'm just like, "What a brat." <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's like any moments where you're like, "Oh, I love AJ." <laughs> I would not go on that road trip unless there is an eject button installed. Yeah. One wrong move, AJ, and you're fucking out. Eject. (laughs) I'd be like, AJ, the time has come. (laughs) Sashay away. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, um, so there, then, you know, uh, AJ, like, leaves her cell phone there, and they're, like, don't realize it at first so they're like uh, like two hours away and then um aj does what like other 10 year olds do and like throws like the world's like over exaggerated extra temper tantrum oh gosh this would have equaled an instant ass weapon in my household i was really uncomfortable watching this yeah i was too i was kind of like what is going on <laughs> does this person have some type of I don't know, addiction to their cell phone that they can't listen. I would have started spraying it with raid. Like (laughs) I think AJ might be bipolar. It's really unconfirmed. Uh Oh, (laughs) I don't know, but it turns out AJ needs her cell phone because that's like the only way to get a hold of her mom. So really she needs her cell phone back so that she can ignore all of her mom's phone calls and text messages. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, It's this lifeline that she kind of almost appreciates. Yeah, she really just like watching dog videos on Instagram. That's (laughs) really what the case is. Same as Howlin' Ass French Bulldog. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This whole whole plot, I don't know. Whatever. So here we are. (laughs) Um, They decide that, you know, they're going to perform this show and then they'll go back and get AJ's phone. Uh, the waitress saves it for them. Yeah, because after the tantrum, RuPaul, RuPaul, Ruby Red is basically like, I will call, make sure it's there. We'll have them hold it for us. And that's how AJ was able to calm down and move on. <laughs> <laughs> AJ needed to meditate a little bit. <laughs> yes, my goodness. Quite the temper tantrum. But also we get to see this like super funny like Tina Turner off with Ruby Red and um, this other queen. I can't remember what that guy's. He's a really famous actor. 
yeah i he is most memorable for me as um charlotte's one of her gay minions in sex in the city yeah and i forget his name (laughs) you guys know what we're talking about yeah so very very funny (laughs) so they like have this battle like this epic tina turner off (laughs) battle until like this platform breaks (laughs) and then just uh, ruby red just uses her as like a cushion to fall on (laughs) it's pretty great oh shit ruby's gonna serve the gig (laughs) yeah so that was also really funny in pittsburgh um so then from that point we i think this is in this episode we find out that the uh the grifter and uh lady danger are after ruby red because (laughs) they reported them to the police yep god forbid somebody calls in their stolen credit card yeah instead of like disappearing like out of the country they're like now just chasing ruby red around but this is just like a fuck boy though like he's gonna make a mistake and then he's gonna chase your ass all over the nation to try to half-ass apologize and take more of your shit that's like the whole thing is that they're tr- they're just like trying to like get even i guess for for that for ruby red turning them in so um so then we make it off to columbus ohio Seabus. and in columbus ohio it turns out um well they go back to pick up the cell phone and when they go there they're like holy shit, Lady Danger and the Grifter (laughs) are eating breakfast here. Yes, they're getting their turn on the pancakes that everyone must have. Yes. So AJ sneaks in, gets her cell phone, and then uh, as they leave to go back to the RV, AJ does (laughs) what any normal 10-year-old does and slits the tires (laughs) on their their car. Yes. <laughs> Listen, AJ is a badass child, but I appreciated this action. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad. They definitely deserved it. Mm-hmm. So then they take about the next 20 minutes to just sort of chat in the parking lot instead of just driving the fuck away. Right, and my anxiety <laughs> levels just continue to rise. You're I was just like, like, just leave. Will you please go? <laughs> Have you never done this before? This is the part where you speed the fuck out of there, girl. You've got all these other Oprah tapes. Let's just go. Throw that bitch's hat out the window so it's even. Yeah. As long as the car is moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, of course... At the magically same time as they're backing out, another car is backing out, and it turns out to be, like, the stoner girl, Uh, so she takes, like, full responsibility for it. Goodness gracious, and they almost had that whole bag for free as well. (laughs) Right. They almost... (laughs) AJ almost gets her to give them the weed so that she can sell weed. (laughs) (laughs) TFC Pod does not support minors selling illegal grasses. And illegal states. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not. So, um, so the fender bender like breaks their light and then rips like the um the ladder off the top off the back. Yeah, so that poor machine. Like the ladder just falls off. <clears throat> well, I mean, it was a <laughs> pretty shitty RV. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they get pulled over and they basically are like well you have to go fix this or else you'll just keep getting pulled over so they pull off somewhere in but fuck nowhere columbus <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and uh so they get it fixed by these people like this mom and pop shop um we find out that the lady running it had breast cancer and had both of her breasts removed and like their big thing here was like she was like used when she was younger she was like this really big like you know she's like this pinup model type person mm-hmm. she had posters in the rest stop bathroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so like now she's you know battled cancer and she doesn't have her breasts anymore 
but their big thing was like having a wet t-shirt contest (laughs) (laughs) so what does ruby red do She slaps on a breastplate, <laughs> the biggest breastplate. <laughs> and the shortest coochie cutter shorts. Yeah. Yeah. And it's time for the full wet t-shirt fantasy girl. Because actually, so I think it was like they could not get the the RV fixed. They needed like a thousand dollars. And lo and behold, there's a con- a wet t-shirt contest where you can win a thousand dollars. Well, weird. <laughs> Now the invoice, <laughs> y'all, was two thousand dollars. So let's get our facts straight. Okay. Well, anyway, they, she has. They needed one thousand more dollars, but they had one thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> We're all right. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. She has to do this competition <laughs> to get the money to do the thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's all going like super well until. Uh, Ruby's breastplate falls off in this um, under the weight of all this water sloshing around in this tub. <laughs> I know, and like first of all, I I'm just already like, okay, you're the token in the contest already. So um, check one, and now your titties fell off. So <laughs> yeah, run, girl. But it turned out to be a funny ending and reward for Ruby. <laughs> Yeah, the woman that had breast cancer ends up, like, kind of, like, vouching for Ruby, basically, and was, like, clapping, and, like, then everyone starts cheering. They're like, yeah, that was a good performance, even though that's a dude. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, we can look past it. (laughs) (laughs) In, like, super redneck Ohio. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, basically, RuPaul, Ruby Red wins her money. They can pay for all the repairs. And then the next day, their, like, kindness is, like, offering the breastplate to the woman who, like, lost her breasts. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I'm good to go. Like, I made my peace with it. So they just leave it there for the fucking creepy guy, the creepy husband, to just, I guess, play with these fake breasts. I know. They still left them. Like, there was a cute moment where Ruby was telling AJ, like, you know, maybe she doesn't feel like she needs breasts anymore like maybe she doesn't miss them but yeah somehow they still became the husband's husband's gift (laughs) yeah it was super strange it was like uh Um, remember me remember me when you look at these oh my gosh but um yeah so in this episode the guest queen was james mansfield yes season nine first out yes first out i I think so yeah so um so she's like plays one of the drag queens like backstage in columbus (laughs) um so yeah so that was the the guest appearance in episode three we thought for sure that we might get to see like um nina west but I think maybe like right? it was like the f- way it filmed, maybe like if she wasn't on maybe this filmed before season 10 or season oh. whatever season she was yeah. on right, aired. Right. Yeah. There's also rumors that they are waiting on announcing more drag race seasons until after like the press cycle for AJ and the queen. Oh, that makes sense. Which will be like over next week or something, probably. Yeah. (laughs) I hope. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I guess you'll have to stay tuned, but why don't we go ahead and take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and finish the last couple episodes of the first half. Sounds like a plan, Queen. Yes. Yes. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks, or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com, and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Are we unpaused, you guys? I can't see. I have my eye patch on. Are we recording? Lady Danger. (laughs) Is that you? Hi, it's me, Lorraine Bronco. Did you get a replacement Birkin? No. (laughs) Damn.
<laughs> oh my gosh you guys welcome back to uh more talk about aj and the queen of course we have a couple more episodes to talk to you about before we wrap the first half of the season yes. so now we make it to louisville kentucky and they're all you know sort of checking in and uh ruby red you know tells aj like girl um they're really shady here so watch out (laughs) yeah she's giving her the full (laughs) disclaimer and warning (laughs) don't feed the queens basically um so here um ruby red is really looking forward to meeting the drag queen brian who is played by chad michaels Mm -hmm. yeah she's like highly esteemed yes um Brian is Louisville's main share impersonator. <laughs> um, so we learn th- later in the episode, just to kind of like round out the storyline, um, that Brian was also grifted by the same person as Ruby Red. That's right. Two birds. Well, yeah, two birds, one grifter. Yes. Yeah, I think I saw that video online. don't watch it it's bad (laughs) it's yeah it's a thing um (laughs) so basically (laughs) um so that's they find out that um that the grifter guy never really kissed brian but like he kissed rupaul like ruby red he doesn't usually kiss like the people that he's conning yeah, and they reach this moment because um, AJ and Ruby have this moment where basically Robert is explaining to AJ that, or actually AJ is fishing out of Robert that maybe Ruby saved Robert. So she suggests maybe Ruby needs to save Brian as well. So we're able to get Brian out in public and they're kind of laughing and kicking about this bastard that stole all their money but you can tell that brian's still a little sensitive about yeah they tell brian that the queens are taking turns doing his share number (laughs) and brian's like oh hell no that is it let's go that's exactly like what got him off the couch it was none of the other crap he was just like oh hell no not the share impersonation (laughs) and then like later at the club brian's back performing and sort of like has a ptsd moment because he saw two people kissing or something i thought that maybe it kind of was like a lookalike of the grifter and maybe like a new victim at the bar making out and it just kind of triggered her on stage yeah so then uh brian looks off into the wings and ruby red's there to like coach her back to like reality and get her to finish her performance well yeah, and ah, uh, sisterhood, we done been shit on by the same trashy ass fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> we're in this together. I got you, girl. We're going to get through this performance, yeah. okay? We're all in this <laughs> together. <laughs> uh, so also backstage, the, um, the queens that were doing the share number are um, played by Mariah Balenciaga kennedy davenport and jay jolie mm. all typecast as like the mean queens <laughs> yeah basically but i was laughing it was funny <clears throat> funny to watch excuse me yes girl and also um uh angina is in this episode playing like a client of cocoa <laughs> butter like that is making a dress for angina's character <laughs> yeah that was really funny (laughs) she was the one client that was on time yeah because he was oh because cocoa butter is like starting a romance with the gay cop that's like investigating the grifter oh i know and i saw this coming kind of i was just like oh maybe maybe they'll end up hooking up but i was um pleasantly surprised later yeah (laughs) it was a nice like little storyline their their romance Mm -hmm. Um, so then it's time for Ruby's big performance and Ruby is performing Chandelier by Sia 
and there was like some big hunky guy backstage that was working like the crane system but the mean girls like they um are getting their revenge on ruby red and they have just like the older like club owner there who can barely lift her they paid the beefcake to leave and this is all in retaliation when ruby thought that kennedy davenport's character stole her makeup and she threw kennedy's makeup out the window and boom crash clack uh all that makeup it was like a youtube <laughs> on the concrete it was like the youtube video where people burn james charles palette <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's basically what it was <laughs> so um yeah yeah so the queens had it out for ruby they did and so then they do this but then ruby rises above and just lip syncs her little heart out and no one cares that she fell and she like ends up getting lots of money yeah she was like i mean literally dropped from the sky (laughs) and just got up and started singing so i mean yeah scorpio power you can't let them um see you sweat yeah but yeah, of course Ruby's gonna turn it out. This is AJ and the Queen. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, and then also they Ruby's like, oh, by the way, like I replaced all your makeup, but it's all like the shittiest like drugstore makeup. So LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not black girl magic. Yeah, um, foundation. I, I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your pink eye while you're giving stink yeah. eye <laughs> so now they make their way on to the new spot um, also I guess a lot just sort of like an underlying storyline between Lady Danger and the Grifter is like she makes fun of him for being gay or whatever I mean I guess yeah, she kind of shames him in a way. Like, you're only good for one thing. You know how we're going to make our money. Right. And, like, you know, he's trying to, like, eat, like, healthy because they're just, you know, eating fast food because they're, like, chasing, and you know, the queens and Ruby Red. And, you know, so he's, like, trying to be healthy. He's, like, worrying about his physique and, like, staying, like, attractive and whatever. So, like, she makes fun of him and, like, says, like, oh, like, you're gay. Like, you really... I don't know, whatever. <laughs> you really liked it, like all the guys or whatever. I don't know. I mean, he's wearing a mesh top, so yeah. that's like red flag number one. He loves a see-through tank top. It, it's kind of weird that it's like, I don't know, I feel like I'm watching like some like stupid straight show that's like, haha, you're gay. <laughs> like, it's like, wait. <laughs> like, I thought this was like a show featuring RuPaul and like we're making fun of gay people. It doesn't seem right. Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> it's, um... It's showing the mental abuse and how she's using it to control him. Right. Because we kind of like start to get the impression that he's not in charge, but she's in charge. Right. So also another storyline we kind of didn't really talk about is with AJ being like not wanting to identify as a girl or a boy. Oh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> hmm. yeah, AJ is definitely like living... And the non-binary, um, Rue, there was that touching scene earlier episodes where <clears throat> she did that woman number trying to connect with AJ and AJ it ran back to the RV and like <coughs> chopped all of that gorgeous hair off and like <laughs> a form of protest and gave no shit. She about looked it. like a little Chucky no, doll. She just looks like, <laughs> yes, yeah, she looks like Chucky's big sister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, for real, she's like crazy. That haircut, I yeah, see. Yeah, when you lift her in the air, she like freaks out and like waves her little arms all over the place. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, um, but yeah, so that was like a weird like plot line that is like never really like fleshed out. So I was a little <laughs> bit confused about that plot line because I wasn't sure if she was like non-binary. Or if she just didn't want to be pretty because, like, that would be, like, being, like, her mom. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, it wasn't really explained very well. And it never is. Spoiler alert. (laughs) 
Oh, crazy. Yeah, I would. I thought that it was definitely because she didn't want to be anything like her mother, for sure. So Yeah, I wasn't sure if we were getting like a non-binary represent- representation moment or what. Well, yeah, it's possible. I don't know. We'll see what you guys think in the in the next half. Maybe I just like didn't get the nuances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be looking out for that stuff. So, um, so yeah, so now uh, in the final episode of the first half, they make it to Mount Juliet, wherever that is, and they <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like small town USA, like even more so than the previous cities. I think it's in Tennessee still. Okay. They're still in Tennessee. Nashville? Is that by Nashville? Yeah, because yeah. I think they're trying to get to Nashville, and then they stopped at this, like, shithole place. The Bob Mackie Museum. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, Ruby Red's educating AJ about all the iconic divas like Cher and Madonna, you know. And then AJ's like, well, are there any icons that are guys and so Ruby says, oh, well, Bob Mackie, you know, like, like iconic um, designer and everything. Mm-hmm. And they find a Bob Mackie museum in this small little town. And they're like, we're driving out of the way just to go here. Six hours out of the way. I mean, no, I wouldn't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would not even do that for the queen. Yeah, me either. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, this, um, you know, they're, they're in trance. They end up staying here and, um, it's also doubles as a bed and breakfast. (laughs) So they, they rent (laughs) it out and like Ruby red and the owner are like really like vibing off each other. Um, you know, over their love of like Diana Ross, of course, that's like RuPaul's nugget, you know, introduced into the show because (laughs) RuPaul loves Diana Ross Mm-hmm. Yes, Rue stands Diana, and I also thought that this was sweet of AJ to use her little scammer con artist coins and pay for the mahogany suite so they can spend the night. Right. So, um, AJ is like out. She like pays a Girl Scout to like have her uniform and all the cookies <laughs> that she's supposed to be selling, and so like. AJ's basically scamming again, like getting all these little small town USA people's monies. Yo, rolling in the dough. This Chucky doll sister, big sister, let's call her big sister, is out here on your corner selling you all these cookies. Yeah. <laughs> she was trying to earn all this money because she wanted a dog. Yeah, she really wanted that border collie and she was moving the product. Yeah, she would have got it too if she didn't get caught. <laughs> stupid aj yeah that's like really the only like i feel like life like plot line is aj's love for dogs oh <laughs> uh, yeah that is pretty consistent yeah you know, for a 10 year old that makes sense <laughs> um yeah for sure so they okay so yeah so basically after that aj gets caught and then um the mom comes and like is trying to like be raped AJ and Ruby Red like stepped <laughs> in is like whoa whoa whoa, ma'am, <laughs> Karen, knock it off. Yeah, calm like, down, Karen. Linda. Calm down. I know you're used to getting your way with everything, but not this time. Not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Let me tell you about proper Sally. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, basically. Um, AJ is like roaming the streets randomly at night and um, the owner of the Bob Mackie Museum lets Rue try on one of Diana Ross's like dresses and so they're like doing this little performance and then the owner gets a little too frisky with Ruby Red and they like she's like I'm out <laughs> I'm not even staying here too handsy took it too far you just ruined the moment yeah she was like, please stop. I'm yeah. <laughs> she was like, stop in the name of love. <laughs> I don't know. So anyways, that basically brings us to the end of se- or the end of the first half of this season. Yeah. So far, I'm really into it. Yeah, I I really liked it. I thought the first episode was a little bit slow and like the build up to explain kind of the story. Um, but I thought 
like the remainder of the episodes are pretty entertaining. Yeah, like I mean, it's not like you know going to win an Emmy. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Rue does really no. well with Emmy, so maybe it will. But like, it's very like Hallmark acting, like Lifetime series feel to it, like <laughs> mm-hmm. life lessons and like that sort of thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like definitely kind of like Full House, like at the end of the episode. Oh, what is the lesson that we learned? Yeah. And um, there's always a voiceover at the beginning but, of every episode talking about like what we learned. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought it was cute though overall. It's, I mean, it's not like one of those shows it's that you're just like, oh my God, it's going to be, it's like the greatest show ever. It's just, it's one of those like bubblegum shows. You just watch it and enjoy it and then move on. Yeah. Th- yeah. I mean, it's good. It's not the best show it's not the worst show but it's just entertaining enough yeah i like i like am really enjoying it so and plus you get to see all the queens that's an yeah yeah, i think that's an accurate read you know i think that's a lot of what keeps people watching is to see all the drag queens that there are their favorites to see who's going to be in the show yeah sure that's a big part I mean, I think it's overall, though, I think, like, I'm really proud of Rue because it's, like, I was just thinking, like, she has her own Netflix series, and it's actually not trash. It's pretty good. Like, that's more than what most people can say. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. And Rue's had his hands on other TV. Let's not forget about Skin Wars, y'all. It's an awesome show. Yeah. Right. It's just that this is, like, the first, like, real scripted or at least that we know of <laughs> it's a big project for him as an individual and artist and let's yeah. not forget iconic lesbian movie but i'm a cheerleader <laughs> that's right that's Listen true the last episode y'all. <laughs> throwing it all back you guys <laughs> all right well i think we're at a good stopping point you know we'll cover the next half of that series next week and we'll just give you a more overall like conversation about the series as a whole as a share a whole <laughs> Ooh, uh, Cheryl <laughs> yeah. Hall. Oh. So let's go ahead and get into some trade, and then we'll wrap this up. Trade. Mm. Trade. Oh, trade. Trade. Hello, everyone, and thanks for coming back to the, thanks for coming the Magically Gay Podcast. We are here to talk to you about the hottest trades, and just really get into it this week. You know, talk to you about the the freshest hotties off the gram (laughs) (laughs) the freshest hotties off the gram i like that who wants to talk about their hottie i guess i'll go first to mix it up this week Ooh, yeah (laughs) so my trade y'all is milos or could be milos um it is v-u-l-e-k-s on instagram I mean, just look at him. He's hairy in all the right places. He's got a nice bod. He wears short shorts and tight pants. I'm sold. Ooh, he's an evil dentist. Yes, he is a dentist. Oh, my God. Based <laughs> out of Serbia. And he's got a pretty rocking bod. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, that looks like a lot of work. But I guess I'll say, like, um, reluctant goals. <laughs> You're like, I want to do all this. <laughs> yeah yeah this is definitely a good trade and also like he's a dentist so that's cool Mm -hmm. and he looks like a like a teddy bear like you just want to give him a hug and he pulls off a turtleneck really well he's like very beefy we like the beef very muscular he shares a lot of before and after shots so showing you he's a real human being so inspiration well there's this one where he has like these little devices like attached to his body. He's like part cyborg. <laughs> cyborg uh, relations. Watch out, it's electric. Woogie 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 woogie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. I like this trade. He's not my type, but he's, you know, got a very nice body. That's a good trade this week. I approve. Thanks. Me too. I agree. What about you, Stony? Who's your hot trade? Well, my trade this week is in honor of one of my favorite shows of all time. And there's a new season coming out in February. I wonder what Stoney's favorite show of all time is. 
It's Survivor. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Really? Episode 150. Little Survivors of Atlanta. Yeah, Little Survivor Atlanta. <laughs> Season 150. They're on there. <laughs> For real, though. They're coming. Like accurate. <laughs> They're um, ca- coming back for their 40th season, actually, and it's an all-winners season. Damn, it's the first 40. time they've ever done this, and I am in love with this person. I forgot how much I was in love with her, but her name is Natalie Anderson, <gasps> the winner of season 29. Oh, my gosh. 20. If you can remember that far and back. She's a, yeah. So, like, she's <laughs> the best. Like, I don't know. She's a 20. I've actually followed, or I actually had one of her friends as um trade diet, diet pork. pork um but she's just the best like i just she'll love her. randomly like like our photos and comment yeah i think she's what is she like S- sri lankan yeah i think um and she's got a twin sister who was also on the season but did, she did not win obviously Loser. um but yeah, I don't know. I just love <laughs> Natalie, so that's my trade this week. That's a good pick as well. We stand Natalie. I'm vote I'm all in for Natalie on the winners. I don't know anything about Natalie, but she's very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she? She just she just radiates. She did a really good job on her season of Survivor. Like her and her sister have a really close bond and her sister went out fairly early. So watching her like figure out that game and taking it all the way to the win was pretty fun. And she'd been on other shows like um, Amazing Race. Yeah. Well, why don't you come on over, Natalie? (laughs) Uh, How about you, Seth? What are you serving this week? um, So this week I have for you a brand new follow. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is a uh, German twink. So, I don't know. Maybe some of our friends from Germany know him. Uh, I think his name is Moritz Howe or something like that. Um, His Instagram name is M-O-R-I-T-Z underscore H-A-U. And for a 21-year-old, I feel like he's, like, super, like, ripped. His stomach is very flat. What does he eat? Nothing. Surprise. He probably just eats like unicorn nuggets and lettuce. Yeah, he's very ripped. Very good pictures though. Like there's lots of good color schemes. Um looks like he's got a good skincare regimen. Oh yeah. Only the finest skincare products, for sure. Yeah, he definitely has like professional photos mm-hmm. on his uh Instagram, so that's good. He must be a model. Oh yeah. He's a model. There's some sort of management company attached to his Instagram. So he is a model from Germany. Um, he's currently in Germany, but it looks like he travels all over the world. Yeah, I was going to say, I like the variety of shots. There's a really good picture of him by a waterfall in Bali. That's nice. Ooh, waterfall. Bali, the island nation of Bali. Yeah, where they <laughs> inspired such <laughs> hits as Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls by TLC. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> R.I.P. Left okay. Eye. <laughs> Pour one <Yeah>. out. <laughs> so um, that's my trade for this week. I don't really have too much to say because we don't have like a close bond yet, but um, I'm sure we will develop one shortly. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> Definitely good trades this week. Manifest yeah. it. <laughs> so that's our podcast for you this week. Of course like and tell a friend leave a review Uh, if you have any topics that you want us to discuss feel free to send those in and you never know if we have some free time we'll talk about your topics and uh, what else i don't know this was a fun week we like talking about rupaul we haven't done that in a while i know it's nice to just kind of um have something to talk about on a whim but something we're excited about um in the off season, if I can speak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, I have a feeling like we're going to be getting drag race announcements soon. Very so soon. It's nice to have like these little uh, podcasts to talk about stuff like this until that happens. What if it's like Valentine's Day? Dun, dun, dun. Cancel your dates. What if it's Valentine? It premieres on Valentine's Day and it's Revenge of Valentine. Oh, my God. 
Oh, shit. Night of a Thousand Valentines. She's like the queen of hearts. <laughs> ah! Yeah, so every time she eliminates, she comes back in a yeah. box. <laughs> every time she gets eliminated, two Valentinas come back. <laughs> so, like, double, so and she by gets the eliminated <laughs> again, there's like three Valentinas. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the season, it's like 50 versus 50 Valentinas. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I don't know. I, I was rewatching Valentinas, All Stars. Uh, lip sync against Monet Exchange when they did the Ariana Grande song, and I'm just saying oh, that yes. shit was rigged. Like I love Monet, and I didn't, Valentina needed to leave the season, but like she definitely won that lip sync. Yeah, she slayed that lip sync. Also, too, best meme ever was never she was like spinning around, and somebody <laughs> created the meme of a helicopter <laughs> flying into the the fire. <laughs> <laughs> also, just rude. also too, Valentina um, is the most recent queen that's on the YouTube series "Hey Queen" with Johnny McGovern. So, if you want to see interviews about, um, I just got through the first part, and they talk a little bit about Rent Live. So, um, it's I'm gonna continue to watch that later. Ooh, okay, good yeah, suggestion. And she looks out. really good too. Like the makeup and everything, it was beat. Oh, I'm so sure. It's Valentina. Yes. All right, you guys. Well, hope you guys all have another lovely week. You know, we're here. <coughs> we're dying. Oh, man down. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Gosh, I needed my French vanilla fantasy to wash that down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I meant to say was we're here, we're queer. <laughs> And we hope you're having a great new year. So we'll talk to you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. 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 Grifter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Grifter's going to grift, girl.